Oh, that's a lot better. I don't know what's wrong with other, but I, it, yeah, it's been a crazy week. <laughs> I, I was thinking back as we were playing through the worship and, and uh, um, all the things that have happened this week, it's, it's, just, it's just been a whirlwind. Um, I can't even quite keep track of it all. Wednesday morning, we had uh, men's campfire breakfast, and it was so awesome. There was 18 men showed up there, and and you men that are here that weren't there, if you can get there, man, we need you. It's awesome, and and that that fellowship and that community that we were that we were further building amongst ourselves. And then there was truth. God gave David an amazing word, and and uh, and we had an awesome prayer together, and it was just a really good time. And we got to talk about some church business and how we were going to go forward with the arena project. And that was really cool. And then Wednesday evening, I went to Bible study, which and the reason that I bring that up is that I'm really aware of is that that was, that was awesome. We went, it was at Chronister's house, and there was a good, I don't know how many was there, 12, 14. Um, it is awesome. We need more of those. Some of you here are called to do some things like that. And we, that's, that type of community stuff is really important in this community and and so if if the holy spirit's talking to you that you're needing to start a bible study that's because you're needing to start a bible study and there's people that also need to back your play and be part of that it's important so we did that wednesday night and uh, thursday morning i just got to wake up normal and then i got to go catch some wild cows with of marks with uh, josh and my daughter gracie and we had a we were having a ball and and uh, then had a little detour and tammy got to spend a couple hours in the hospital that evening because the deal she's been fighting for a while but while i was there i was so blessed because while i was there miss angie was there and her mama was in there and i got to meet her mother and i got to pray with her mother and and i got and i and she's like i'm so thankful because I, right now we don't have a pastor at my church. And I'm like, well, I would like to be your interim while you don't have one. She's like, are you looking for another job Sunday? I'm like, no, I've got enough jobs on Sunday. But I will be your personal interim. And uh, it was, we had a great time. And then in the process, all of that, Friday morning, I got to spend the, with breakfast with Delmer. And we just had a great time. He and while we were at the hospital, he texted, uh, if you'll come to breakfast in the morning, I'll buy. And so we got together at Polly Ann's, and we spent a couple hours together fellowshipping and had a great time. I went and bought some, I went and picked up some ropers that, that Mark had bought for the church that are part of. And so I was here picking them up, and Mark calls, and he's like, what are you doing about 4 o'clock this afternoon? <laughs> and uh, he describes that we're going to leave Friday afternoon, and we're going to get back last night, really this morning, <laughs> and and the, in the process of all that, where we went to College Station, turned out Caldwell, Texas, and we did the, we were part of the FCCA educational process, and it was it was amazing, and so I woke up this morning thinking, okay, I kind of know what I'm supposed to talk about. I'm going to dive in and get that. I went, took a shower, get out of the shower. And Angie's mama was like, I'm ready for that interim. I'm really sick and I need somebody to come pray with me. Fortunately for you all here, this is not the first time I've had to wing it a little bit. Um, 
The, I trust the Holy Spirit completely. He is here. He is sovereign. He is powerful. And he has a message for y'all. And there's things that we need to learn this morning. Even though I haven't had opportunity to be really deep in the word, I know what he wants to share with us this morning. And, and he, is, he is in the process of teaching us something mighty as a community. Um, I was also thinking before I move on, in, in recently I've read this book called The Circle Maker, and in there is a, is a quote. He quotes his grandmother, and he says that when you're following Christ, you can't never always sometimes tell, and that is it, man. It's, that's the way it is. When you start following Jesus, it gets crazy, and it gets exciting, and it's awesome, and if you haven't experienced that, I'm encouraging you to turn a little more of your life over to him. It's fixing to get wild, and you'll love it. In the process, all that, I woke up this morning, I was tired. We got in, what time was it? 12.39. He was kicking me out at my house. And, and uh, um, I did, he slept in the back seat. I told told him that I was keeping Chris awake. I was keeping Chris awake with my snoring. <laughs> I uh, got me a couple hours sleep from Oklahoma City to here, so it, it's not all. Uh, but I was still tired this morning and feeling a little flat, and I and I woke up to this and and uh, this friend of mine, Bunk Skelton, down at Clarendon, Texas, amazing man of God. Filled with the Holy Spirit. One of them guys, one of them guys, the first time that I was there to listen to him, I sat down. He's just doing worship, and I'm starting to bawl, you know, and I'm like, man, the Holy Spirit's thick in this place. And then he starts speaking, and I'm I'm bawling so much that I can't even communicate. I gotta wait for about 20 minutes after the service before I can communicate intelligently with him because I was so emotionally shook up. So when when Russ says uh, when Bunk says something, I listen. Since that experience, if he says if he sends me something, I pay attention to it because that experience he was so tapped into the, to the Holy Spirit. So this morning he sends me this text, and it said it goes like this: It says, "Praying for a mighty move of God this morning." As His Word goes out through His vessels. Miracles are waiting to be called out for people. They are waiting to receive what has been believed for. And I was thinking about that. That's exactly right. Everybody in here has been praying for stuff. Wouldn't it be awesome if today was the day that those prayers were answered? Today was the day that God did answer those prayers that we've been pleading with him for. Those places where we have family members that, that have been so sick or situations whether they be financial or whether they be situations with other people where there's conflict or family members that haven't yet attached to him um, and we're fearful for them whatever it would be that we've been praying for wouldn't it be amazing if today was the day that that prayer was answered and I keep reading this thing so it's People are waiting to receive what they've been believing for. Today is the day of impartation. And now impartation is a big word. And I don't fully understand it, but it sounds really good. And it sounds like it's fixing to happen, you know. <laughs> through and for those, 
And it goes on through and for those willing to step up and out in faith. So get ready, get ready, get ready. The floodgates are opening. And I was thinking of that as I was reading that. I wasn't ready. I was, oh, I was getting on my horse, you know. I was, I had him saddled. I'd sucked the cinch into him. I was stepping on, but I was sitting on him flat on my butt. It didn't matter what he did as long as it was a slow walk, I was ready. But if he was doing anything exciting, I was going to have to either fall off or get a little more ready. And I'm like, man, he's right. I got to get ready. I reached up and I grabbed a hold of the night latch and sucked myself to the front of the saddle. And I got ready. People, God's going to move today. He's going to do something amazing in somebody's life. I, the, Angie's mama needs a miracle. She's laying in bed there. She's like, I trust God completely, but I need some help. We know people like that. And we are tapped into the God that is planning on doing amazing things with all of us. More than we can fathom. Our journey the last couple of days has been crazy. We couldn't have orchestrated any of it. And there was stuff that happened yesterday. There was miracles that happened yesterday for our church community, for for our future, things that, things that seemed impossible, things that seemed decades away, and all of a sudden we could visualize that they're not maybe only months away from happening. It's like, how could that be? It's crazy. So today, I got one question for you. I'm going to ask you some more here in a little bit, but right now I got one question. Are you ready? Are you ready for something amazing to happen in your life today? I'm ready. Are you ready? You know, in the cutting deal, we, have, we ride to the herd. We ride the herd like this. And when we get right there, we grab the horn and we sit back and we push on that thing. We're ready. Wherever it goes, we're ready. If you're going to rope, you can't be ready unless you've got a hold of him. He's in your hand and your rope is ready right here. So are you ready? I, let's get ready. Get ready with me. He's going to do something amazing, and it includes you. And I've learned part of, part of where we need to go this weekend and, and how it ties to our message, the, his message that he gave me. Could you put back up there our, our uh, mission statement, please? We're going to explore our mission statement until he lets me off the hook, okay? And... Last week we explored it, and we're going to explore it some more. To reach the unchurched Western culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ by tearing down religious barriers and building authentic relationships. All of that, as you break it apart separately, is important, and as you, as you put it together, it has to tie together also. The authentic relationships is what tears down the religious barriers and the gospel is the fuel that makes it all happen. So we got to understand how it all works and the importance of it all. And that's what's happening. So in the gospel, the good news, the message, there's a lot of different parts to the thing. When we get to we have to discover who he was and last week we talked about that, who he is. He is he is. He says I am. And always when he described what he is, he said, for life. 
for your life, for the church's life, for this body's life, for our future, for our life. He is. And what he's done is amazing. What he's done by the covering of his blood, all of that is possible. So I think everybody in here understands that. The next thing, the, the second most important part of the gospel is really shocking. It surprised me still when I read it. The first part, the most amazing thing is, is who he is and what he did. He shed his blood so our sins could be forgiven. We are sinless as we sit here if we've received him, repented and accepted what he's done for us. What do you suppose would be the next most important thing? The next thing of mention. Okay, I'm going to. Turn with me for a minute to 1 John. We read this we read this set of scriptures last week and we're going to read them again today. And I don't know how many more times, but we're going to go here again for, for a little bit. And this, this so touched me. And this, this uh, I, just, I just find it so amazing. Of all the things, you know, he, of mention, you know, when, when, when we get to the place that he delivers of, of sin, we can think of everybody in here has, a, has an agenda, has a thought process of what the mo- next most important thing might be. Let's go to 1 John 1, 5th verse. And it starts right in. This is the message. This is the gospel. This is the account we heard from Jesus. And now we declare to you, God is light. And you're like, yep. There is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, as God is the light, then we, here it is, right here. So we've discovered who God is, and now he says, if you're living in the light, then this happened. The next most important thing, the next thing worth mentioning is, but if we are living in the light, as God is light, then we have fellowship with each other. Isn't that amazing? That is the next thing mentioned. So many times, and us in this room, you know, as, as Western people and cowboys, we, we oftentimes we get in this spot where like, my relationship with God is mine. You know, that's a private thing. That's between me and him. The word of God says it a little bit different. If you're living in the light, the next most important thing is, the thing that happens is fellowship with each other. He don't say fellowship with him. Isn't that crazy? The first process, the first fruit 
of you living in the light is you have fellowship with each other. That's amazing. And the power, and I got to thinking about this. All of the things that I would have missed out on this week without the fellowship. In every case, whether we're talking about, and there's others along the way, whether we're talking about the campfire meeting in the morning or the Bible study that evening or the breakfast or the road trip or the time in Caldwell, Texas, all of it fellowship, all of it amazing with the interconnection with each other, and all of it I learned more about my Savior. All of it I grew to know more about Him and closer to Him, and I became a better man, a better godly man, and a better teacher, and a better thing, a better man to do the things I'm called to do because of all of those experiences. All of it based because of fellowship. So I'm here before you this morning to encourage you to get more fellowship. Is there such a thing as too much? I don't think so. I'm standing before you this morning with a lot of fellowship this week, and you know what I want? More fellowship. I was like, I can't wait to spend more time with each and every one of those people that I got to spend time with this week. That was so exciting, and it was so invigorating and encouraging, it was life. And I am a better man because of it. And so will you be. One of the things that I learned this weekend, and we can go on, you know, and, and it goes on in the second chapter, it gets to talking about, about if you, that you're not really walking in the light. If you hate a brother, it really accentuates the importance of true fellowship and making allowances for each other to be human beings and imperfect. There isn't one perfect person in this room. Not one of us. Not me, not you, not any of us. All of us are going to foul up here, there, everywhere. And we got to figure out how to love each other through those things, continue to fellowship and grow and become the true body of Christ. And So here we are this morning, and I'm full of that truth and what I learned this weekend. And so I want to share with you the thing that, that I learned and where you guys apply. So me put in this position of interim between taking you from where you were to where you're going, and I have the job of ministering to you. There is too many of you for me to minister to. I love you, each and every one, but if it's left up to me, I'm going to drop the ball. There is no way in the world that I'm going to notice each and every person that's not here today. I, can't, I don't know who they are. I don't know each and every person that's got a real issue. I don't know each and every person that's sick. I don't know these things. But in this body, you guys do know. So my job isn't to do all of those. I'm to minister to you in such a way to build you to the place that you're making those connections. So I want, you, I want you to bear with me for a second. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to bow your head. I want you to get really honest with yourself right here. And I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. 
And there's a purpose for the answers of this. So as your, as your head's down and your eyes are closed, nobody's watching, not even me. This is a question for you. The question is, is your relationship with Christ and your knowledge of the word strong enough that you could lead somebody else to Jesus and that you're willing? I want, you to, I want you to raise your hand. I ain't looking. Nobody is. This is between you and him. I want you to raise your hand if your relationship with him is, is strong enough that you're mature enough in your relationship with him and your knowledge of the Bible to lead somebody to him and you're willing. Now, I want you to put that hand down. And I'm going to ask you one more question. Are you sold out to the advancement of the kingdom, the importance of that connection, and the importance of this body, Thousand Hills Ranch Church, right here, right now? Are you sold out? Are you bought into the importance of this church? If you are, I want you to raise your hand. Again, nobody's looking, not even me. Every head down, every eye closed. I want you to raise your hand if this is you. Just like, yes, I am bought in to the importance of this body. I want you to put your hand down again. Now, I want you to raise your eyes. I want you to open your eyes. And I want those of you that raised your hand on both questions, I want you to stand up for me for a second. If this was you, I want you to, I want you to stand up. Okay, I want you guys to look around. It is your responsibility to pick up the things that I miss. My responsibility is to help you know and to guide you and to protect you. You are the 12. This is our body. These are our people. And each and every one of them has a tremendous value. Value to the kingdom, value to this body, value to us as individuals. And I will drop the ball. I will miss it. I'll catch some of it, but I'll miss a lot of it. The only way that this will be done properly is if you guys notice what ain't happening. And when you notice what isn't happening, you put feet to it. If you're not the guy to get there, get somebody there. And you that aren't quite there yet, that are part of the body, part that, that, that are still sitting, if I'm not the guy, if you can't get a hold of me, one of these people right here is called to minister to you. They're called to step in that gap. I can't make every hospital call. I'm not supposed to. I'm just supposed to make the ones that I'm supposed to make. I can't notice. Go ahead and sit down again, please. I can't notice each and every person that didn't make it. But somebody does. One of these that stand and did. And I'm asking you, are you ready for something amazing to happen today? 
Are you ready to step into that? Are you ready to be a true body of Christ functioning in an absolute healthy way of unity? Do I hear an amen? So please bow your head. Father, thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for revealing to us the truth of the importance of fellowship, of of interacting with each other. God, we love you. And we love the tasks you've put before us. And we love the place that we are in the journey of getting to know you. And Father, I pray that right today, that amazing thing happened, that that we have made connections, that we, have, that we understand our responsibility as the body. And those that, that, that are coming, whether they be here for the first time, if there's somebody here for the first time that's never, that's never turned their life over to you, that's never accepted you, that doesn't know you in the way that we talked about today, I pray that they would seek me out or one of those people that was standing and they proclaim that, yes, I want to be yours. I want to be, I want to be a follower of you, Jesus. And that that person would have the courage and the knowledge to pray them through it. I just, I just thank you for what you're doing here amongst us. This unity, this, this teaching us what our tasks are to fulfill the purpose that you've put before us. And Father, I praise you for this wonderful body, this this church, this Thousand Hills Ranch Church that you have allowed each and every one of us to be involved in and all of us with tasks to perform. And I just thank you for this. I thank you for the privilege of me standing before each and every one here and proclaiming the truth as you've showed me. I love you so. In Jesus' name, amen.